Your Locked On Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Locked On Sharks, your daily source of everything. Team San Jose, uh, I'm going to cut all the corporate shit at the top. Uh, I'm your host, Kyle Demetrius, and back with me are JD and Eric because... Uh, I think I can say that you, this guest has unseated all of our other guests as the most notable um, guest. Not the oldest, definitely our youngest guest, uh, but definitely the most important guest so far. We have uh, current Sharks prospect, recent draftee, uh, current Saskatoon Blades forward Tristan Robbins with us today, uh, which is pretty exciting. So we get to pull back the curtain on what it's like to be uh, drafted by the Sharks. So, Tristan, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for uh, you and the team for getting back to us uh, right away. This is going to be exciting because, uh, like we were talking about beforehand, nobody's really doing anything right now. There's, there's not much to do, uh, and you uh, obviously your season hasn't started yet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off with kind of maybe a, a little bit of an interesting question. But you just got drafted. When did you know in your life that you were gonna go to the NHL? Yeah, so I spent drafted with my uh, my parents, my brother. <clears throat> my grandparents and uh, my auntie and uncle and it was just um you know pretty much just that day spending it with them and seeing my name pop up on the board and being drafted by the sharks it was just a surreal surreal experience do, do you get a call beforehand from anybody or a text or anything or is it just purely like on the tv and then it, it hits you yeah at that time I, our tv was a little bit delayed so i actually mm. got a phone call before i was announced um and it was an un- unknown area code it was a san jose area code that i've never seen before so i was a little suspicious and then right uh, right when i got drafted i answered that call because i let it ring a couple times because i wasn't <laughs> <laughs> and who, who was on the other end um it was uh doug wilson jr on the other end oh that's cool that's yeah. cool and you're just like hi i'm I'm Tristan. Like, who, who the hell is calling me? <laughs> yeah, who's calling me right now? I uh, yeah. I don't, didn't realize I just got drafted. I wasn't watching the TV. <laughs> that's that's awesome. And did they? Is it like a long? Like, how we we've never really spoken to anybody about this process or anything like that. And obviously, none of us have been drafted. Is it like Speak a long yourself, phone call? Kyle. Is is, yeah. <laughs> uh, is there like a million? Is there a million different things to do as soon as you get drafted, or kind of what's that like immediate after of like? Hey, you've been drafted. You've hugged all your family. Do you have like a thousand things to do at that point? Yeah, it was actually a lot crazier than I expected. Obviously, I gave my family some hugs and answered some phone calls from the Sharks organization. And uh, then my social media just started blowing up uh, with the Sharks just posting pictures and stuff. So it was a little crazy like that. I was uh, kind of, yeah, a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of notifications I had. And uh, it took a while to catch up with. But uh, yeah, just getting... Uh, getting to talk with my family a little bit, and then the organization was my main priority. So after you get drafted, you know, and you're, you kind of get through the process, and, you know, you've after a couple of days, you kind of sit and breathe for a minute and realize what happened. What does the process look like for you then? Are you kind of still, like, in shock and awe? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to be doing, you know, something I've been playing my whole life and working towards, and I'm going to get to play hockey for a living? And, like... You know, to the sharks that they like, hey, you know, we're excited to have you. Here's like a list of like A, B, C, and D of like things we want you to work on and stuff like that. Like, what does that look like for us? Like right after the draft, you know, a couple days, couple weeks after the draft process. Yeah, you know, you actually pretty much nailed it on the head there. That uh, kind of giving me some stuff like that. Um, yeah, that was a great guess. 
And uh, yeah, no, it's it, we've been in, in touch. They mostly just talk with my agent, and then my agent relays it to me. Um, but yeah, it was a surreal experience. It took a couple of days to really sink in and, uh, you know, realize what kind of just happened. And that was, you know, a lifelong dream of mine since I was a little boy watching TV. And it made it even more special. I'm not sure if you guys know or the fans. Oh, oh we know. Yeah, yes. <laughs> that was a Sharks prospect too, which was uh, pretty crazy. And so I went it into was, my, uh, my closet and threw on his retro Sharks jacket as soon as I got drafted. That was by far the coolest thing. <laughs> you just have this sick 90s like OG starter jacket. I've been uh, looking yeah, for so. one ever, ever since. you. Had, I saw that picture and I was like, oh, I got <laughs> to go, go find one of those. And it's very, yeah, it's very everywhere. Does your dad have any extras lying around? <laughs> <laughs> what they, it, uh, oh, go ahead, Eric. I was going to ask, so like be, before the draft, obviously it's a whole... It's a whole thing, especially for a lot of people in media, and there's a ton of folks on Twitter who, who like are amateur scouts, and then go through and of course write scouting reports, and a lot of this stuff is, is published publicly. Do you ever read or have you ever read any scouting reports that any of these sort of organizations or people have written about you? Do you like pay attention to where you're ranked and that sort of thing ahead of time, or are you just kind of like crossing your fingers and closing your eyes and and, and hoping for a good day on draft day? You know what? For sure, draft day was uh, some eyes closed, finger crossing. But uh, no, I, I did. Uh, I did read quite a few articles on myself, and uh, you know what? I, I like reading those because a lot of the times it, it tells you stuff you need to work on, and uh, you know from another person's point of view. So I really appreciate the feedback. Um, you know, I take it always as constructive criticism. It's just you know people saying what I need to work on and what I need to get better at to uh, round out my game and make it to the next level. But yeah, I did for sure read a lot of articles on myself, and for the most part, I was really impressed with the, what they'd come up with. Any anything you'd like to refute publicly, saying they were wrong about? Um, no, like all of it was pretty bang on. It made me open my eyes really and like wow, like I actually like that's that describes me better than I thought I'd describe me. So, you know, kudos to those guys, and I was actually really impressed. Did you? Oh, did you? Uh, did you? Uh, when you get, yeah, it's good. It's good to know that they're actually right because we have to. That's the only thing we can go on, right? Is when we're we're For looking sure. at people that uh, they want. But did you know coming into the day? Did you know like second round, third round, first round? Did you have any idea, or were you just like, I'm just gonna let it fall? Because I think you were ranked right around where you got picked. But is there any kind of like? Does your is your agent feeding you information, pumping your tires, or is it just <laughs> hope to hear your name? Yeah, you know what? It was a bit a bit of both. I was talking with my agent on the on the phone, um, just you know through text, and we were talking just potential teams, potential picks, and uh, you know, really, it didn't it didn't matter where I got selected. I was just you know grateful for that opportunity, and I was excited to go to my first NHL camp, and you know, impress some people, and I just yeah, really just uh, excited for that opportunity with whatever club that would be, and thankful to the Sharks. How many te- how many teams did you? talk to before the draft because you know how they do like a million interviews and stuff did you talk to a lot or just a few that honed in on you or what was that process like yeah every team uh contacted you know does their own thing uh different scouting reports and whether it's over zoom or emails but i had uh an email for sure from every team and then teams that were more interested would you know follow up with a zoom call or um you know texts or whatever but uh yeah no, i actually ended up talking with uh every team all right, guys, before we continue our interview with Tristan Robbins and we kind of learned about him and Ozzy and uh, their kind of budding rivalry, um, we want to take a quick break and talk to you guys about Built Go. Um, so Built Go is a the best workout gel on the market. comes in one and a half ounce packages, so you can easily put in your briefcase, put in your golf bag, or put in your pocket to help you get through the day. 
It's like a five-hour energy drink without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for the body. Uh, it's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Comes in three delicious flavors like peanut butter, honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint. They work super well because they have good stuff in them like B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. And right now, when you go to BillGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BillGo.com. That seems exhausting. <laughs> No, exciting. Adrenaline. It was so much fun. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, for you, it's probably exciting because you get to live out your dream, and you know the payday is coming too, as well. So uh, that's probably also nice, nice too. They, uh, so you have to go back to the blades this year, most likely, obviously, with the shortened season and stuff like that. Are you? Is there stuff that you specifically have to work on with the blades, or is it just have a great season, um, have a good camp uh, with the sharks, come into the blade season? Um, play really well there and then next year try to crack the team or is there specific like goals that they've laid out for you um no goals that they've laid out for me i always have you know individual goals that i want to do uh in a season but with you know the season not starting till later then you know it's been put on hold but yeah i know you you nailed it right on the head there i want to go and have a great season and then just set myself up for a great cap of san jose and hopefully uh you know potentially crack that roster and do whatever i can one of my one of my favorite storylines for media right ahead of, of seasons it's like oh this player put on 10 pounds of muscle in the off season or like worked on worked on a skating or worked on a shooting a lot with a with like a coach are there are there are we going to hear any headlines about you like that and like 2021 preseason camp like tristan robbins put on 15 pounds of muscle or like worked on his best shape of his life snapshot yeah best shape of his <laughs> life um, you know what? I feel like my golf game went gave my golf game got a little bit better with this <laughs> I, I love that, it. I love yeah, it. I grew about an inch. Put on, uh, put on like twelve or thirteen pounds. So I got a little bit. Wait, bigger. did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick! You already so did. All, it. Amazing. Elite prospects, you're out of date. You can hear it from here first. <laughs> it's it's pretty. Elite prospects is pretty accurate. They updated that about a month ago. Oh, nice. And uh, uh, yeah, but oh, do they like, have a do they have a camera in your bathroom there, just on your scale, <laughs> like waiting yeah, for you? Right on my scale. And then, uh, and I drink it too. Um, yeah, no, I uh, put on a bit of size this, this summer for sure. Hmm. That's, that's exciting. I'm sure the Blades are happy about that as well. Because yeah. you're going to be... We talked to Les uh, Lazarek, the, the play-by-play guy. Um, he's a big fan of yours. <laughs> and uh, he was saying that you're going to be kind of leading this team and, and, and be one of the guys they're going to lean on. So I imagine the Blades are, are looking for you to well, grow, but put on that weight and then also keep moving forward, right? For sure. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty accurate, being one of the older guys um, on the team and, uh, you know, a three-year returning player with this organization. Um, I feel like there's, you know, going to be some high expectations, but I, I love that. I love, you know, having some pressure. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to do whatever I can to, uh, you know, help the team win and better myself. Can I can I ask about sort of, because I've, I've never played hockey, uh, and you play a little bit of wing and center this, this past season, right? Yeah. Can you... Just for like pretend I'm a kindergartner, what are what are the major differences between like transitioning back and forth from wing and center, and do you prefer one, and which one's tougher, and sort of just like a just help help our listeners and, and me mostly out understand what goes on between those two positions? Okay, for sure, yeah. So I think playing each position really depends on the style of player that you are. Um, for me personally. Um, I have no issue playing either position. I'm pretty interchangeable that way, just whatever would be, you know, benefit the team more. I prefer playing center if I have to choose. 
Um, but me as a winger, I feel like I'm not as engaged because, you know, playing defense, you're mostly just hovering around the top <laughs> of the circles or up, uh, up by your D-man. So I like to be around the puck a lot more. So playing center, I feel like I got a lot more touches. I got the opportunity to skate the puck out of my zone. And I was, you know, in the corner mixing it up a little bit because I, I really enjoy that part of my game is, you know, taking the physical side uh, and putting it, you know, putting it into my game. And uh, so I feel like playing center is better for myself. Um, you know, that's what I, I like doing more. I love taking face-offs and just transitioning to I could, uh, you know, give quick give and goes as a centerman and just generate more speed going up the ice uh, rather than, you know, being being a winger and then, you know, maybe starting flat-footed at the blue line or, uh, you know, being a little bit too far ahead of your centerman. So I, I just like playing center more. That is that is helpful. Thank you. That makes a lot of sense. You can't, you can't like, flat a zone early when you're playing center. Um, yeah. That's tough. So are, are you expecting to play mostly center this season when you come back, or, or do you know? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm expecting to play mostly center, I would think. Right on. Do you have um, do you do you have wingers ready made or do you not know yet? Um, I mean, I know the returning guys, and I hope I play with uh, you know some of the two guys that I have played with last year. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is Kyle Krinkovic, and the other one, Martin Fasgarudis. So we, uh, yeah, we had some pretty good chemistry together, and I hope uh, I hope that I start the start the year off with them. Uh, so I want to kind of transition from like your continue talking plates, but. So we, you know, we talked to Lewis and we talked to, uh, with the, you know, he kind of told us about the Blades and the Raiders. You guys have a huge rivalry. Um, and now you also, you know, Ozzy Weaslide, who was the Sharks' first round pick. So you guys are rivals now, but you're also going to be teammates in the future. Have you guys, like, talked about it? What's that like with a guy where you're both going to be, um, you know, your big rival, like cross-town rivals, but you're going to be teammates in the future, hopefully? Yeah, you know what? That's actually pretty ironic. Um, with all the stuff going on, if you really think about it, the the good rivalry that the Blades and the Raiders have is, you know, it's monumental. Every game's a war, and uh, you know, I think there's a little bit of competition between, or I mean, a lot of competition between Ozzy and I going head to head, especially with this past year being our draft years. You know, we wanted to uh, outcompete each other, and uh, so yeah, I think it's it's pretty funny that we got drafted to the same team. Um, and yeah, we we chatted a little bit after the draft, just exchanged some congratulations and you know talked a little bit about summer plans and training and whatnot. And that was really about it. We you know keep in touch a little bit, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty pretty exciting. With uh, other draft picks, like have you been kind of keeping tabs? I know like Bordalo has been kind of lighting it up with Michigan and stuff. Have you been kind of keeping tabs with some of the other Sharks prospects? Or I know you guys haven't been playing yet, so. Yeah, no, I actually uh, haven't really looked. I haven't talked to anyone else, actually. Uh, gotcha. oh, I guess I guess it's easy just to talk to Ozzy because he's down the road. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're going to see yeah. him at, at the rink eventually. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you did you know him at all beforehand or no? You just knew he was a guy on Prince Albert? Um, like, I, I've got uh, mutual friends with him. Like he's friends with uh, with Crank, like Kyle Krinkovic, and uh, you know, a couple other guys I know. So I guess we, we probably knew each other mutually. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we never met or just kind of battled in the corners in PA. That was really about it. Oh yeah, what's your what's your hockey nickname? You said Crank is one of your line mates. What's yours? <laughs> yeah, um, mine's pretty simple. It's just Rob or Robbie. Yeah, that's not, that sounds about right. <laughs> do you think yeah, do you think uh, that's going to transition to the NHL, or do you think they're going to give you something new when you get there? You know what? I uh, I. I don't know. I, it's it's. I guess only time will tell. I've uh, heard some pretty weird ones. I've had some people call me Roberto. Um, yeah, like really. Awesome. 
you know what? I don't know. It, I think it depends on the person. Uh, you know, someone could say something, and you know, a couple guys will laugh, and maybe it'll stick. So, like a good one, for example, was uh, I. I remember I was talking with um, um, I forget who I was talking with about it, but uh, I love Quinn Hughes' nickname. They call him Huggy Bear. I think that's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So that's so much that's better incredible. than like the yeah. usual nicknames you get. Yeah, like coming yeah, out of Husey, but I think Huggy Bear is just hilarious. Yeah, Huggy that's Bear's amazing. Whoa, that's way better. Do you think guys oh, are yelling at during during NHL games at them? You know what? I feel like it's a safe bet to say that they were. <laughs> <laughs> definitely as an insult too. Definitely not not as like a, a, a term of endearment. Though that's definitely something. It's like when um. What's his face? James Van, v- Van Riemsdijk got called a pigeon or whatever by Claude Giroux. Yeah. Uh, that, that was definitely definitely the same kind of thing where they yeah. are not doing this out of fun. <laughs> they, uh, uh, what's, uh, what are you going to miss most? Because uh, let's be real here. You're a second round pick. The Sharks probably have big plans for you. What are you going to miss most about the WHL when you finally leave? I feel like uh, I really enjoy the road trips. And, really? Uh, yeah, you know what? Well, like, I do and I don't. It's a really love-hate relationship. You don't like sitting on the bus for 20 hours, but I I mean, personally, I just like what uh, what comes along with it. You know, the card games at the back, uh, you know, the wrestles that break out on the bus because of some, you know, stupid arguments. Uh, the hotels are usually pretty fun. Some pranks are played there. And then usually, you know, we'll get to do a bit of touring sometimes if we have a day off in the cities. So I think, uh, yeah, the road trips are pretty fun. And, uh, yeah, just uh, the atmosphere is pretty good, too. I mean, I've never experienced an NHL atmosphere yet, so... I'm excited for that, but yeah, the atmosphere here and just the uh, the friendships and the competition has been great. What's your what's your favorite what's... WHL city that you've been to, or arena, or just like Prince <laughs> Prince George? Yeah, hey, and, hey man, I, don't know. I uh I really liked playing in uh, Rogers in Edmonton. Yeah, oh, yeah. right, playing uh, playing where the Oilers play. But my one of my favorite rinks to play in was actually I only been there once, and it was. Uh, it was Tri City. They were they were packed. The fans were absolutely bananas, throwing stuff at us on the ice. Um, we wanted overtime, and they just went bananas because they they thought it was offside. And we had this one guy behind That's the bench, retro cut off Americans jersey that was cut off. <laughs> so it was like, a- <laughs> he's got his beer in his hand. He's got his hot dog in the other, and he's just screaming at us and. Our coaches were turning around and yelling at them. <laughs> it was just a gong show, but it was probably one of the most fun games that I've ever played. I don't, uh, fuck, I don't think anybody would have expected you to say Edmonton and Tri-Cities as the two answers there. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty, pretty wild. That was, it was just a fun game. I feel like that's probably one of the most fun games I played, but the rink, that atmosphere just for that game was unforgettable. Are you allowed right. to talk about any of the pranks that you guys have played in the hotel rooms <laughs> publicly? Um, yeah, some like PG pranks would maybe just be like water, uh, water sitting on the door. When you open the door, the water spills out into the room. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. A, a classic leaner? Yeah, just a classic <laughs> water bowl leaner. Um, maybe just tossing some guy's bed around the room, rearranging it a little bit. Um, did yeah. you, uh, has anybody ever done the icy hot? When I played varsity basketball, we, uh, we did the icy hot and the guys like spandex and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, my dad told me a crazy story because he, he played in Saskatoon when he was uh, 17 through 19, and he said that uh, um, he, or not him, but like a couple guys, they're getting bag skating or something, and they weren't happy about it, so they put some, yeah, some icy hot on one of the coaches, uh, one of the coaches, like, undergear or whatever, and, oh. 
<laughs> then no one, no one fessed up to it, obviously. So that uh, the coach wasn't too happy, and uh, <laughs> that coach is actually still around with us today, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Um, has how is the obviously you talk to your teammates all the time being drafted? Has anything changed? Do they make fun of you for being drafted, like in in a, in a camaraderie way? I, I, has anything changed for you, or is it just like, yeah, you got drafted, whatever, get the fuck back over here and keep working hard? For me, that's exactly what it is. Like, yeah, you know, who cares? The work's just starting. But, uh, you know, some of my buddies have been giving me a hard time. <laughs> for Well, I remember one of my buddies, whenever uh, whenever I see him or if I, you know, make something like a joke or something and he's not having it, then he, he, he brought up one time, he just, like, came up to me out of nowhere and he, he asked me, he's like, oh, how's Burnsy doing? <laughs> Stuff like that, just little jabs. But it's it's all fun. All right, guys, that's going to do it for part one of our uh, interview with Tristan Robbins. So we'll be back tomorrow to kind of uh, go into more of who Tristan is as a person. And we kind of learn about some of his favorite things. Uh, So make sure you're checking us out tomorrow for that. Um, And then next week, we'll continue our uh, dive into what might be the Pacific um, Division. So we're getting our uh, guests and stuff lined up for that. And we might have another super special interview coming next week that it's still in the works right now. So make sure you guys are uh, subscribing so that way you don't miss an episode. Um, and if you guys want to check us out, also you can find us on um, Twitter at Locked on Sharks, Facebook, Instagram, also at Locked on Sharks. You can email us at LockedOnSharks at gmail.com. You can find Kyle on Twitter at Kyle Demetrius. You can find Eric on Twitter at Foulball15. And you can find myself on Twitter at my fry hole so make sure you guys are giving us a follow and we'll be back like i said tomorrow with more of our interview with tristan robbins 